And happy New Year. Hopefully you spent your New Year's with loved ones, uh, spent it safely, nothing happened. The Flores family doesn't really have a great track record when it comes to uh, driving on New Year's. And I stupidly went out there and did some 60 to 130 in the uh, Corvette, but nowhere near Florida, all the way down in Acapulco, Mexico. Ran a 578. Very happy about that. Ended the year on a high note, so the DR1 is rolling out. Now, what I want to talk about today is two previous rival companies that are potentially joining forces someone you never expected to to do business with the other one and i have let's just say a unique perspective on this potential merger and it's not really a merger per se let's just say in terms of outside looking in it looks like somebody gave up waved the white flag and said i gotta run these products to be relevant anymore so we'll talk about what I suspect is going to happen is VMP will start offering Whipple as their supercharger of choice. Yes, that's right. I think VMP is going to eventually, sooner than later, offer Whipple superchargers in a private label situation. Potentially, you'll see VMP on them or they'll, be, they'll use their twin 69s and make different things. Who knows? But I think VMP is, I'm speculating 100%, and I'll tell you why I'm speculating this, and I'll give you a history and a brief background as to why I think it makes sense, but not really makes sense. I think they have nowhere else to go, and they almost have to join forces with Whipple in order to, let's just say, stay relevant or offer the customer something more than just an underperforming Loki and an underperforming Odin, which really hasn't taken off in when it comes to the, let's just say the Mustang aftermarket. F-150 dominates with blower stuff, and it is a Whipple that runs the show on that stuff. People like Nova, people like Cletus, everyone else literally goes to a Whipple, and now you've seen the slow and, and almost undeniable uh, signs that VMP might be joining forces with Whipple to offer a VMP private label situation. We're going to speculate on that, not before we have Mr. Bill O'Reilly have to do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> fucking thing sucks and since we are beginning the new year with a clean slate no sponsors if you want to become a sponsor of the program it is not going to be cheap i'm going to be honest with you but if you want at least twenty thousand people to hear you promote a show for uh i don't know uh let's say one two three four and a half hours a week and you get pretty much of the the brunt of the most influential show not only in the podcast not only in the clips not only in everything but everywhere you see my face on talking shit ydbt daily or peasant chat your name and your name and uh sign will be on the banner if you're interested in becoming a sponsor you know what to do so we'll have uh we'll say hi to the people here and then we'll get after it. coyote fairy tj skorsky pop on to you anthony pizza chiquito trap pop on to you again zach anderson i'm hung solo arlito cache mode d-rock fox ignacio ramirez 10 r80 rob tyler r d-rock fox again Recon 50 uh maki mock leon phelps jd epa is in the house money for 40 seagal performance matt benoit boxy luxury christopher smith diego flores jd swag mendoza's coyote gabe esquivel clip clop the horse the wolf 5.0 
Angel Puerto Rico, A. Wheeler, Banana for one, 288. Dixon, Caden, 288. Are there, is there two 288s? Banana for one and Caden. What's going on here? Great Escape, Brian 03 Cobra, Screaming Eaton, Tiller, GTO, Nito Diaz, Carter TV, Robo Style, Carter's again, Ignacio, Michael Reno, Jared Carmnoto, one of on RTL, the Black Fox, Will Fowler, Bilavesh, Gregory Uffitch again, Dustin Garrison, Christian Duran, Christian Duran, Matt 2011 G, one of the mods, Guy Bravo, Clyde, Colby, Stroke, 302 Mustang, let's get all the way to the bottom. Devin Racing, D-Rock Fox says, like I say, Whipple is king. VMP is pheasants. Oliver Bryan, Lee, Caden, Caddy, uh, Justin Bales, The Hot Sauce, Carter, Slow 99 Hoodie, Alexander Acosta, Man Angerman, and Matt, he says, what's going to hunger up kid to bed catch later? Um, Zachary Lopez and JD Swag says, Alex, let me know when you get the sponsor situation fixed. We'll make a new banner. So, if you want to be a... a, a Let's say a sponsor. That'd be a good, good sized nut, but I got to maximize the stuff on the show. You know, you never know when three more motors need to be built. Okay. Let's talk about, let's talk. No, it, it, yeah. Parker, I love you. I, I don't think I'm going to do any shops this time because then it looks like a uh, favoritism. Like imagine if I have you, Danny built and you know, another shop and then, or, or and then I have, you know, American muscle, DNA have performance and, you know, lethal performance. It, it, it's a conflict of interest. So, you know, people who want to be, um, who are interested, genuinely interested, reach out to me, ydbtfilife.gmail.com, and we'll get after. Okay. I worked at VMP from 2015 to about 2017 or 2018, about two and a half years. Now, a lot of stuff that I saw there really opened my eyes as to how the uh, company works. So let's get something right out of the way. VMP doesn't manufacture blowers. VMP private labels blowers. They don't have a foundry. They don't have a, a manufacturing facility. When they uh, got hooked up with Roush, they basically redesigned the already existing 2.3 liter case and, you know, made a couple of changes and uh, opened up the inlet a little bit. No porting pre no, on the rotor side, mostly the inlet side. You saw a bigger feed and they, oh, they basically slapped their logo on it. Now, the mold or let's just say the dye that needed to be done for for in order for PAS performance assembly solutions yes the same people that assemble illuminators LS LS uh, GM performance engines and 4GT engines they also casted tested flowed the whole nine yards every single TVS that was made by uh for, for VMP I'm not sure if the Roush stuff was made there but I, I suspect it was so the die, in order to make a, a Gen 2R, because it had a specific design, it's not cheap. It's actually extremely, extremely expensive. So we have to, you know, take that into account, what it costs for a die, because that die is where every single blower gets crushed up against and it makes the case. So that die can wear out over time. So right around 2016 or so, I started hearing rumblings of a 2.5. Six being offered a 2650 Gen 3, but it seemed, and again, from an outsider's perspective, even though I worked there, it seemed like the cost to do the tooling so that the Gen 2R can still be made was very expensive. And I don't think Roush wanted to flip the bill, and I don't think VMP wanted to flip the bill. So, VMP and Roush, I, I assume, again, this is all speculation, I have no insider info. They said, well, you know what? We'll just let it die and offer the 2650, which I think was a massive, massive mistake. And I'm coming at it from a sales perspective, okay? Let's say you have really talented sales staff. You can literally sell 
one guy, two superchargers. This is how. Customer calls up. He goes, hey, I hear y'all got that Gen 3. Uh, can, can I get that? And I would say as a good salesman, sir, you don't need the Gen 3. The Gen 3, in my opinion, is more of a race-oriented blower when you want to make 800-plus horsepower easily. If you're going to stay on pump gas, ME52s, and a BAP, why don't we just get you a Gen 2R, which can pretty much carry you all the way to 850 rural horsepower without an issue, and when you're ready, and you're ready to party, and your transmission is built, and you have E85 at the ready, now you can get yourself set up for a Gen 3R head unit. You don't got to buy the kit all over again, sir. And all it is is a small upgrade to a head unit of about 3300 bucks, 3400 bucks, 3500 bucks. Now, not only have you sold him a Gen 2R complete kit, in about a year, he is going to get the bug. Every guy gets the bug. Every guy gets, it's like crack. We are the dealers, we're the horsepower dealers, and we serve the customers on the block. You know what I'm saying? So after about a year, they've already gone through the pulley setup. They've already gone for innovation fuel system. They've already put ID, ID1300s. Now you sold a, let's say, $9,000 Gen 2 R kit and a three or $3,500 head unit. But no. The biggest mistake, in my opinion, that VMP did was not re-up the tooling for the Gen 2R. Now you live and die with a Gen 3, then subsequently the Gen 3R. So now you don't have a, let's just say, a lower horsepower supercharger that is that whips up quicker, that feels great. Now you're giving people a basic uh, dinner plate for a pulley on a 2650, making it feel very lazy down low and guys that are going to stay on pump gas are getting their asses beat by Gen, Gen 2R and Roush 2.3 guys because 10 PSI versus 10 PSI, I'll take the Gen 2R or Roush Gen 2 than a 2650 with slower blades moving around not making the torque that I want. Maybe you get more top end power, but on pump gas, your limit is pretty much 10 or 11 PSI. If your limit is 10 or 11 PSI, I'd rather have a Gen 2R whipping up a lot quicker, making the torque at a lower RPM and gapping the shit out of Gen 3 guys. But that's neither here or there. So then, for whatever reason, Roush and VMP stopped making, stopped doing business. Now, this is what I suspect happened, and I have again, no insider information. I was there. I saw it happen. So let's think back of three valve. Remember the M90 superchargers for three valves, for Roush equipped three valves? Well, that M90 supercharger sucked. And you're getting about 400 something horse. It's not that big of a deal. VMP actually had 1.9 liter, if I'm not mistaken, 1.9 liter upgrade blowers for the three valve. Uh, M90 supercharged Mustangs. Well, the problem is this. VMP got stuck with hundreds of 1.9 liter M90 upgrade superchargers and nobody was upgrading the supercharger. Like maybe one guy every quarter or one guy every half a year would actually purchase a 1.9 liter supercharger when there's 2.3s available. And then when people just dump the three valve all together and make, get a Coyote, and immediately get a Gen 2R kit. It doesn't make sense to shove a 1.9 liter supercharger in a three valve when with bolt-on stuff, you're quicker with a Coyote. A lot of people were just, unless they were in love with the three valve, they were just not really hoping to, you know, upgrade that M90 to the 1.9. Now, the 1.9 isn't being used. 
So I, I suspect and I speculate that VMP must have been like, I don't want to get caught in the same position where I have a bunch of Gen 2 and Gen 2 R's in a closet somewhere not going on cars. In my opinion, that was a fatal mistake. In my opinion, the Gen 2 and Gen 2 R are so sought after today that if they would have re-upped the die, you know, re-upped the tooling to make the casting for the Gen 2 R, they would have now had... Again, selling the customer two superchargers is better than selling them one supercharger. People to this day, do I have to this day? I have to this day. To this day, to this day, are looking for Gen 2R kits because 80% of the buying public does not go E85. It's the 20% guy that gets into racing and goes down that crazy rabbit hole of of just spending a ton of money on his car where 80% just want 10 PSI and want it whip up nice and fast. So while VMP could have had a Gen 2R on the shelf and a Gen 3 and a Gen 3R for those years, they were stuck with only a Gen 3R and a lot of issues arose with that, octane, pulley sizes, blah, 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 blah. So I leave, I go work for Lund, but I still tune and I still see what's going on. And I have a lot of friends in the industry that really talk and they have, you know, people on, you know, on both sides. So the the rumbling started coming around that they're going to leave Roush altogether. And I went, that's crazy. Roush is a juggernaut. And I, I don't think they're going to get much of a, a better service with anyone else. Here comes Magnuson. Magnuson comes in and starts offering them cases, ported blowers. You started seeing Gen 3 R cases have the Magnuson logo on them. Now, around this time, the Edelbrock 2650 with the exact same 2650 rotor pack that the Gen 3R had started making waves. You started seeing guys with a Edelbrock supercharger run well into the eights. Brian Devilbliss and a couple of other people that, um, yeah, Brian Devilbliss, uh, me with the, with, the, with the Fairmont run 870 and a bunch of other people started showing you that a front feed version of the 2650 is robust. Then Gen 3 comes around. Gen 3 Mustang comes around and VMP has nothing. And Whipple is dominating the market. I am telling you, dominating the market. V- uh, Whipple's 2.9 front feed blower was pretty darn good. But their Gen 3 2.9, you started to see the potential of the front feed jack shaft situation. Then the 3.0 with the redesigned intercooler uh, uh, brick on top of the supercharger changed the game and really the only other person that was matching that was edelbrock because edelbrock had edelbrock had a similar design so now edelbrock is the go-to for 2650 front feed and then whipple now comes magnuson slash vmp's entry into the market the loki which is basically an odin with a stock throttle body and a different cold air and then the Odin, which is the same blower, 2650, maybe a different port if you wanted to opt for that, a secret sauce port and all this stuff. But in my opinion, too little, too late. So what happens is now the market is saturated with Whipple's left and right, and it is very difficult to make a dent into that market. Now, I speculate that VMP is now in a similar position than they were when Roush and them had a Come to Jesus moment and say, what are we going to do? Are you going to give me a break on the price? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? So I suspect that conversations were had, whether at PRI or whatever, about potentially having VMP 
carry Whipple superchargers. Now, that's a smart thing. Let's say they kept the relationship alive with Magnuson. Now they can offer Gen 3 rear feeds through Magnuson, Gen uh, Loki's and Odin's. Now they could have been offering Gen 2's, Gen 2R's, Gen 3, Gen 3R's, Loki, and Odin setups. And you can see where the missteps started to take place and started to snowball. You've also started to notice VMP become more of an accessory place. Again, I'm making my case why I think this could happen. VMP has now become more of an accessory place. Again, they don't manufacture superchargers. Maybe you could say they do in a private label situation, but you know VMP from the booster pumps. You know VMP from the ice tanks. Under my underhood ice tanks seem to be their thing, and they now have a rear feed ice tank option that molds into the spare tire well. Also, fuel systems and throttle body. So you got to sit back and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys are now making throttle bodies, cold airs, uh, you offer BAPs. I don't think they manufacture BAPs. And I think Black Diamond still makes their their uh, uh, throttle bodies. And, and they make a bunch of accessories, basically a Roush cold air intake and a VMP 120. So you start to think, hmm, maybe these people eventually are going to have to take advantage of the fact that there is another top dog out there. Being you, Look at what Cletus has done with the Whipple on his F-150. It is reliable. It is making waves. You don't hear anything about the TVS market. Why didn't Cletus get a TVS in that F-150? You got to wonder why VMP didn't offer them a immediate, hey, do you want a Loki or an Odin for that thing? And at the end of the day, if VMP, if uh, Whipple has more of a market cap or a, let's say, a more robust position in order to offer sponsorships to people and make that product shine through someone like a Cletus, that's very smart. I saw the tea leaves and I had to get the Whipple out of my car. I'm sorry, the TVS out of my car. Um, a lot of people said, why'd you get rid of your Gen 3Rs? Because when I got rid of, when I left that place, I don't need to rep them anymore. And they weren't giving me anything to rep their products anymore. So Nick Persiello, who used to work at Edelbrock, now works at Whipple, said, hey, we'll put a, we'll put an Edelbrock on that sucker. And we did. And the car went 870. And it did pretty well for the swap market. And Jake developed a drive kit for an Edelbrock supercharger based on the Fairmont. So I've done my job in representing and trying to help the market push whatever was handed to me. So... Don't be surprised in a month or two or even sooner if there's going to be an announcement that Whipple and VMP, who used to be literal enemies, I'm telling you, when I worked there, there was no love there. There was no love back and forth. There was a lot of shit talking, a lot of infighting. Whipple would literally give blowers to anyone that had a fast TVS VMP supercharger just to stick it to homeboy. And I thought, well, he can. He's got the money. Now, loyalty goes away. You and I know racers are not loyal to shit. Racers that are given a nine to $10,000 blower will absolutely run it if given the chance so there is no loyalty. Now, let's say you are a VMP loyalist, a 2650 loyalist like I am. I love the 2650 Rotor Pack. Pound for pound, unbeatable. 
2.6 liters, whipping it up, crazy RPMs, or other blowers to make similar power need three or four liters to make similar oomph. Okay, I think it's a great blower, but the Whipple stuff does make power at very high boost level. So you can't really deny the performance of the ported Whipple stuff, the 3.8 stuff on other cars, all fine. So imagine you're a loyalist. You run the VMP banner. You have the twin vortices sting in there. Again, guys, this is 100% speculation. I have no insider knowledge, but I read the tea leaves and I go, this would probably be a smart move for him if he's still able to pump out Magnuson stuff. But if he's going to ditch Magnuson, that, in my opinion, is a mistake. But we don't know. I am just speculating. But based on some of the stuff I see out there on the Internet and some of the things I hear and some of the rumblings in the automotive aftermarket, you're going to, I think, see VMP and Whipple do some kind of situation where VMP lids and stuff like that start showing up on very obvious Whipple superchargers, or you're going to see just them say, hey, we're ditching Magnuson because we want to just concentrate on letting just reselling Whipple stuff. I'm sure he gives them a break on the price and he can make money and sell his accessories, ice tanks, fuel systems, throttle bodies, and cold airs and not really worry about the supercharging manufacturer here. Again, this is 100% based on my experience, 100% based on my uh, observation of what has happened in the past and purely speculation. But if it happens, you heard it here first. What do you think about that? What do you think about that situation? Do you think it's a positive? Do you think it's a negative? Do you think he's waving the white flag and saying, I give up, you win. I'll just concentrate on throttle bodies and other things. Or do you think I'm full of shit and it'll never happen? Interesting stuff. Let's talk about it and get after it a little bit. Alex, you went with Edelbrock for the Fairmont. What made you go Edelbrock over VMP? I did not want to represent VMP anymore. I am look. There is one thing about this channel is I'm honest. I don't dislike Justin Starkey. I don't want to represent VMP. I wasn't treated great there in terms of money. Um, they had an opportunity to really get after it, but I think what happened was I think they thought they were going to get the channel for free for an eighty-two hundred dollar blower. Uh, no absolutely freaking not and you could see that there was an internal struggle because they have a complete video department they had about at 1.3 people in the video department making content and the video department really couldn't let's just say muster any traction based on their post because i think they saw my channel and said well how do you get five or six seven thousand people watching in the first you know eight days i go because because i'm fucking cool and i say cool shit and I'm and I'm real. I'm not very. Um, let's just say, um, I'm not very corporate. You know, I, I'm not selling a product. I'm basically saying this is my shit. This is what I experience, and people take my word as, um, uh, let's say, like an outsider's perspective, as opposed to pushing a company agenda. So I didn't want anything to do with them. Now, truth be told, did Whipple and I try to do business before I was Yolo douche? Before I was Alejandro Flores when I was Yolo douchebag? Yes, and I was very straightforward with them. Back then, they weren't giving away blowers. Back then, I had the black car. Back then, they had the rear feed 2.9 crusher. And I got hooked up with them. And they're like, how can we do business? I'm like, send me a blower. And I didn't hear back. I went, oh, okay, cool. So then I became who I am now. And now I will never run a Whipple that was provided by Whipple. The car that I have has a Whipple. But nobody's running four and a half liter Whipples with Wilson Manifold port uh, elbows on them that is a like a one-off situation but the tvs that i have on it 
I'm going to have it ported by Kong, rip up the TVS logo, VMP logo, and put a Kong Performance freaking gorilla on the thing because that's no different than what they were doing when they were getting the stuff built by Roush. So both companies, one company had a opportunity to work with me, passed up on it. The other company thought they were going to get me and my channel for a, a blower and pennies on the dollar when it comes to what I was worth at the time. So I ditched that fucking thing in a heartbeat. Is it a good blower? Absolutely. The VMP Gen 3, VMP Gen 2R, and VMP Gen 3R are wonderful blowers. The Loki and the Odin ain't it. If if, if you put in front of my face a Whipple Gen 3, an Edelbrock 2650, and a Odin, the Odin is in third place. The first two, depending on what I want to do, are, are, are one, two, unless you want to make big, big power. And I think the Whipple, the ported Whipple has a, has a, an advantage there. My front feed got stuck in your rear feed. Um, Mr. Lund, oh, Lund's here? Uh, is John Lund here? I didn't see, someone's tagged Mr. Lund, but I don't see Lund here. Uh, so, JD Swag, busy Swag. I'm behind, but that's crazy that Whipple would give blowers to fast TVS guys. They literally gave Anybody that was running eights or low nines back in 2015 or 2016, anybody that had a Gen 2R, Whipple would give them superchargers and say, run our shit, which was smart. Is it a little undercutty and weird? Absolutely. But is it smart business? Absolutely. Because if the guy has an already fast car, guys, are you guys yeah, exactly. Rami Zaran is trying to squeeze 30 PSI in an Odin. Trying his hardest. He put like an 80% on the crank. And the bitch, all it does is make more heat. So, and it makes, you know, 1,100 tops. Whereas a Whipple Front Feet 3.0 does that with, you know, relative ease. Rami knows the deal. Um, I'm behind, but that's crazy. Uh, I don't know, Alex, you've been pushing... Tutin University pretty hard. <laughs> Sup, I'm late here for tuition. How can they sell a blower they can't tune or get tuned? Wibble is the only game in town for a 650. Maybe Edelbrock will get some clearance. Now that is the other side of the coin. S650. If, if let's say, uh, what was VMP going to design that was going to compete against the, S6, against the Whipple S650 program? Whipple has the KISS of Ford. They have the KISS. They have access. They have the keys to Ford. So Ford goes, what do you need? You need to export some stuff. Here's some stuff. You want to develop a blower? Here it is a year in advance, and it's done. It's on the market, ready to be offered. Carp EO legal. Let's go. What's VMP going to do? Stay on the sidelines? Try to do their best to develop a supercharger, then go through the Carb EO process, and then try to tune it? No offense to VMP, they're not known for tuning. They're known for supplying parts. Didn't VMP give those Odin kits to YouTubers and none of them kept them? That's 100% right. VMP did this thing where they were going to try to supply YouTubers blowers. What did they do? They got given Whipples and then they sold the TVSs to the public, to, to the market. So basically VMP was giving them a seven dollars $8,000 kit that they put on for a week or two, take it off, and then put a, um, a, a Whipple on it. It was crazy. 
Uh, is this VMP kissing the ring to get access? That's a very good question. It would be very smart for them to do that. And again, 100% speculation. I have no insider info. I just love talking shit and trying to be Nostradamus and try to uh, tell you what the future of the automotive market is. Now, if it does come to fruition, I mean, I, I, I must be reading the tea leaves really well. You know what I mean? I'm just basing this um, on experience. I said, you know what? I haven't heard a goddamn thing. Guys, you know what the the most tuning we get for our system? ESS kits. Like, four to one over Whipple. ESS is like four to one over Whipple on the Lund Racing uh, ticket system. Then Whipple to VMP stuff is like four to one. So so that's what t- that tells you what the if you look at it on a graph and you were to forecast what people are doing people are buying ESS kits and roll racing keeping up with turbo cars keeping up with Whipple cars so to me the positive displacement supercharger is now racing or F150 stuff and nobody was putting Odin in F150 and if they were they weren't running all that great Whipple is the only one allowed to tune. So far, VMP has to do something. Do you sell shirts? Or better yet, does Yellow Douchebag sell merch? I don't. I don't have the. I don't have the. Um, let's just say. Mechanism to sell merch because you'd have to pay. It's a business. You'd have to pay attention to it, and I simply don't have the time. Sorry, Brandon Horton says Alex. Back in the Mustang game, buying a 15 GT performance pack Gen 4 Whipple on it. What could be? What could I do for it to be a good long time? It has just a Whipple, OPGs, make 700 to the tire, LRX will be bought. Um, leave it alone, honestly. Like, absolutely leave it alone. If you're making 700 right now, it's got headers and it's got good fuel and it's got, you know, everything is good and the tuning's not on point. Um, keep it at 10 PSI pump gas and you'll be the happiest guy on the planet. But I wouldn't get too aggressive. What happens 90% of the time is that people get too aggressive, they get too greedy, and then they just lose their shit and then the car becomes unreliable. Like I wouldn't go anything past 10 psi if if you're gonna have a if you want a car to last a long time. I'm scrolling here because I want to show you guys something. Because you talked about shirts. Instead of buying my shit, why don't you go over to Lund Racing and buy a gray fucking goose shirt? That's right. The Grey Goose Street Fighter 2023 Champion shirt is fucking live. And you know how you guys could do me a big fucking solid? Buy that. Yep, I'm a company man right now. But buy that shit. Uh, Salvato Designs did a killer job on the Grey. It looks just like the bitch. Uh, You know, got the stock computer in there, the 6R80 and the cup. I'm going to show you the link. Uh, Where's the link? Uh, I'm going to put the link on the chat. I'm going to pin it. And that's what I want you guys to do. Instead of buying shirts from me, make Nardi lose his freaking mind packaging shirts all day, every day. And then he has to just constantly, you know, basically make sure. So I pinned the message, go to Lund Racing, buy a Grey Goose racing shirt. It is badass. Get it, get it, get it. ESS kids, but the troca slapping with whipples, what gives? You know, ESS had a great opportunity. And this is my issue with the aftermarket. The aftermarket is insanely slow. They're ridiculously slow. If ESS, remember, ESS told me we're developing a supercharged. Okay, let, 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 let's talk about this because this is why I think 
VMP would be going to Whipple because by the time they develop a kit, develop this, the money, the investment, the carbio process, then the tuning, they could just say, bro, let's just private label your shit. We all know it's to Whipple. We'll just throw a VMP logo on the bitch and be done with it. And they'd be like, all right, cool, badass. Make some, make a different bull pattern, sell your stupid throttle bodies in it. By the way, if you're going to get a V, if VMP does that, get a Whipple throttle body. 132, not the TJ69, not the big 163, no. The Whipple 132 and uh, and, and call it a day. Stop fucking around. So I bought the truck to help Jake. That went to shit. And I'm still to this day not happy about it because it cost me about 10,000 bucks. See, that seems to be the magic number. I get fucked everywhere. In, out, mouth, ear, everything. Uh, 10000 bucks. By the time I paid down payment, modified the truck. Oh, are you bringing a Whipple out? No. What the fuck? Now I got this stupid Mexican truck that I don't care about. So then you end up talking about ESS saying, hey, uh, y'all want to, Alex, are you interested in buying? Are you interested in buying or uh getting a, a, a ESS kit for your truck? I said, yeah, that sounds sick. Let's do it. One year later, I hadn't heard a goddamn thing. I hadn't heard shit. So I'm like, okay, I'm selling this truck. And then Vortec, who didn't even think about a Vortec kit, a, a, a truck kit, comes out with a truck kit. I know Pro Charger already had a kit. You know what I think about Pro Chargers. ESS stated that their G4 bracket and all that stuff was pulling too much on the crank, so you'd have to run a, 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 a crank adapter. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want it. So at the end of the at the end of the day, this industry on the Ford side is ridiculously slow to develop a product, put it out there. Or if they're men of their word, they don't stand on it. If I said I'm going to do something, I don't even do it until I have it. Like to this day, I think Jake should develop another turbo kit for me. Just for me. I'm owed that much. Oof, I ordered my LR shirt. Absolutely. Get, look, we want Nardi and Devin stressing the fuck out tomorrow. I want the shirts to be sold the fuck out. Let's sell out the Grey Goose shirt. Show the power of the show. What's the price for the LRX? I think it'll be commensurate with what else is out there. So whatever BDX go for, whatever you know, whatever a new tuning device. But forget that. It's the LUN shit that's attached to it. If it's a little extra, it's not about the price. It's about the tuning and the ease of logging on that situation. I figured it was Bondo saying he wouldn't be to discuss with NDA. No, fuck no. Bondo, Bondo don't tell me shit. Bondo's tight-lipped as fuck. I don't have anyone at Whipple that gives me insider information, but I have eyes. I see what happens out there. I know what the history is. I know the 24 Mustang tuning will be delayed. Maybe you might be able to bench flash it with an F-150 computer, but at the end of the day, unless you can actually keep the computer in the fucking car... And flash it that way, not a lot of people are going to fuck with it. Look at 21F-150. 21F-150 is dead for tuning. Oh, I've got a lot of them. Not, not, not as much as 21 to 23 Mustang. 
Those guys can just plug in and flash today. Um, at Bondobird says that pigs will fly before Whipple and VMP work together. I have, do you get any money from the merch or Teespring? Uh, no, it, don't even bother with Teespring. It's just the product sucks. Uh, it's not a quality product, unfortunately. I was just trying to get you guys something because you guys ask for merch, 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 merch. And if it was up to me, I would do what the Lunds do. Get with a badass shirt designer. Buy fucking 5,000 of them. Stack them here like an asshole, right? And then ship them to you. But I am by myself. This channel is run 100% by me. Great Goose shirt order. Thank you so much. Someone said Lund is on is Bama on steroids. I mean, look. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Uh, how the Yolo and Tony Cookie doing? I have no idea. I have no idea. Alex, what's that shirt and hoodie would fit you in the new Grey Goose? I already have. Oh, me? Well, I'm two. I'm two thirty five eleven. So extra large. I would do extra large because the nice thing about Lund is they egg the, the, the shirts run on the long side. They're not short, so when you lift your arm up, it, you don't see your fucking belly button. So if you get a if you're two thirty five eleven and you got somewhat an, an athletic build, somewhat, then uh, extra large will be fine. The sleeves are tight on me, regardless. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what size shirt you wear? Yes, extra large. Is the Roush twenty three hundred rear feed for Gen one any better or worse than the VMP Gen two R? I heard the removable elbow helps with Roush over BPM, but not sure how that is. Thank you and dropped a like. Yes, this is where VMP fucked up the rear feed 2.3 gen 2 roush blower sells like a motherfucker and you know who buys it swap guys swap guys love seeing the ford performance logo the roush logo a oem style manufacturer on their swap car and jake at power by the hour was insanely smart. He developed a drive kit, bolt-on, ready to go for every supercharger there was. The VMP, the Odin, the Whipple, the Edelbrock, and even the Roush front feed. But the amount of rear feed Roush blowers that are sold at PBH in conjunction with an engine where they can just basically ship a motor to somebody absolutely done. Blower installed, drive installed. You literally take this power package, oil, transfluid, coolant, plug things in, vroom. If VMP still had a Gen 2R in place, was still casting Gen 2Rs, coupled with an MU52 injector, you would see just... But something got disconnected. Something got... Lines were not met. One side didn't talk to the other side. And the Gen 2R, to this day, it is the best supercharger under 3 liters. The 2650 is different because to me that's like a a 4 liter Whipple. It's a a big boy blower. But in order to get the, the performance... The bottom end performance of a 10 PSI Gen 2 or Gen 2R, you'd need to whipple kind of aggressively on the Gen 3R, and then you're already past the pump gas limit. They would have sold so many Gen 2Rs, but now Roush has that money. So at the end of the day, Roush being able, I guarantee if you saw a graph, the moment Gen 2R stopped being made, bam, and the moment 
Roush Gen 2 blowers with a 2.3 liter displacement started going. Let's say they were they were like doing this. The moment Gen 2R went down, Roush went up. And Gen 3R, people that were interested in a swap or a 10 PSI blower on pump gas didn't even consider the 2650. Thank you guys. I, I want I want Lund Racing to stress the fuck out. Uh, I want I want I want Lund Racing to stress the fuck out. Um, posted it, it on the show because I want them to go. Holy shit! How the hell did we sell 150 shirts overnight? Well, I give you a little bump. Do you know what I'm saying? PBH has the perfect Coyote Swap game. I'm telling you, this is why I think Jake is such a fucking uh, genius. He dumped working on cars and said, let me concentrate on making complete engine packages, drive kits, and, and all this other stuff. The stuff he's working on now, guys, will blow your dick. It will blow your it'll blow your bussy out so hard if it comes to fruition. But he's about a year away. And that's the problem. The aftermarket is extremely slow moving, so slow that I cannot buy anything unless you already have the product. So if you want to work with me and you want me to rep your product, you got to have it already. Edelbrock did me a solid when the bearings went at 2,500 miles on my 2.3. Shipped me a whole new kit. Gave me an 8-rib kit for 500. Still glad I went 2.3. The 2.3 Edelbrock is badass. The 2.6 Edelbrock is stupid. Again, 3.0 pulley, I went 9.6 in a 3,500-pound car. I'm sorry. 3.5 pulley, I went 9.6 in a 3,500-pound car. 3.0 pulley, it went 8.7. And that car wasn't dialed. It wasn't a 2,800-pound Fox. That blower could have propelled me to go, to go sevens. But you know what? What are you going to do? Um, low and Slow says, is the Gen 1, Gen 2, 6 already the same? Or is there a difference asking for a swap use application? I think they're the same. I think the valve body might be a little different. But you got to do the programming anyway. So I think they're the same. So Nardi's going to... Um, no, right away, it was you that caused the LR shirts to sell out. I posted on the chat. I said, guys, I am literally hoping we sell 100 shirts today. And again, I don't get a fucking dime. I just want the gray goose on everybody's back to remind motherfuckers who the top dog is in the stock computer game. Period. All manufacturers. I'm going to affirm four shirts. I just sold 150 shirts. Just ordered. Why am I being texted and DM trying to go grocery shopping over here? They think you're the guy that's telling me all this stuff. I go, dude, Bondo Bird don't talk to me about shit. I have eyes and ears. And I speculate. VMP or Whipple might make a nice little merch. I think they're trying to get you to, to sell snitch, you know? Um, Alex, was the real reason the TVS 3100 stopped by VMP? Or is it true that the efficiency wasn't there? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wasn't there for that. But I, again, speculation, speculation, speculation. I think their case design wasn't good enough. And that's where we that's where we have a difference. See, VMP needed to completely reinvent the wheel when it comes to the 3.1 TVS. Now they're going to say Alex doesn't know what he's talking about that. You know it's funny how I don't know what I'm talking about but all of a sudden I kind of kind of I kind of get a lot of shit, right? If VMP would have redesigned their case to be more of a front feed variant and a intercooler on top, a la Edelbrock, I think the 3100 would have shined. The problem with the 3100 is if the 2650 with cams, porting, and all this shit made 1,200 horsepower on GT500 motors, seniors GT500 
at 11 to 1 compression with a VMP Gen 3R makes 1200 horsepower. Who the fuck are you catering to with the 3.1? Who, who? If the case design was proper, what, 1300, 1400, 1500? What, what? Who are you catering to? If your name is JD Bruce, get your billing address straight. There you guys go. Get your shit straight. Don't be having different fucking shipping and billing addresses. Your billing and shipping must match. If not, they're going to have a talk with you. Um, Alex. Uh, Alex, if you want shirts, print the Printly. Look, Justin, I've been to Printly, Fuckly, uh, 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 the other guy, uh, Freaks and Vinyl, Freaks and Cut. This is the only way to make money on merch. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You buy 5,000 of them and get a, the great price on them out of bulk. And then you get the best shipping possible. And then you fucking stamp shit on and you ship shirts all fucking day. Or you got a Chinese kid to do it or an Indian kid to do it or Indonesian, whoever. You get a kid that's mining cobalt somewhere. You get him. Okay, no more cobalt, uh, uh, Rodrigo. No more cobalt. No, no more cobalt. Now you're going to have uh, uh, glue poisoning. Because you're gonna be messing with glue all day. Okay, it's better than the it's better than the cobalt. Okay, no problem. But here you go. How much do I get paid? Oh, you get a couple tacos a fucking day. Oh, that's better than the dirt I get with ketchup on it. So that's the only way to make money on shirts. And I'm not gonna have Printly make thirty percent on my name. Fuck that. How come Ross never tried to out the Whipple? It seems like they let them take the lead. So. Roush, again, pure speculation. Roush has had, let's just say, a very leaky situation over there. You know what I'm saying? By the time the Roush blower was being developed, Whipple already knew what Roush had. There was a post that went around 2015, 2016, maybe 2017, where the guy who owns Whipple posted exactly what the Roush blower is going to look like before Roush introduced it at SEMA. He knew, posted it. Posted what it was going to look like and posted about the hood clearances issue. Said it was going to be a front feet 2650. Said it was going to have a bad intercooler. He knew. How would he know that? Roush had a leaky situation over there. I was in the trailer. Saw the guy's face as it turned pure white. When Joe Goodenough took the phone and he goes, um, look at this post right here. You got a fucking... Rat in your crew, son. Are you the fucking rat? Mm. Fucking rat. Yeah, they had a rat fuck snitch. Then we didn't know what it looked like. We had no idea. Then they had the Ford Performance booth at SEMA 2017 or whatever. They opened or they unveiled the blower. And it was like this is. Okay, do I, do I have it here? Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I might have it. I might have it here. Okay. Let me see. Yeah, okay, I do have it. Introducing 
the new Roush 2650. You poked a hole in the front. Yeah, but you gotta understand that speed density and it's, it's. You poked a hole in the front of the case. What's wrong with that? We 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 were limited by packaging. And what's that smell? What that smell? What's that? Oh, I don't have sasso. I don't have sasso. No tengo sasso. I can't believe it, man. I don't got sasso. I can't believe I don't have sasso. Let me see. Let me see. A Carlitos way. Carlitos way. Let me see. No. Fuck. Videos. Carlitos way. Nothing is over. Squid diapers. Diapers heavy duty. I don't got sasso, man. Anyway. <laughs> it was sasso. The moment that blower showed up, Whipple's front feed 3.0 had already been out on the streets, performing very well, doing really good. Isakawet body. And to this day, this day, to this day, to this day, Roush has not recovered in the supercharger game. Tell me, I'm lying. I've got a 19 bullet on 85. Should I keep it in there or what? I don't, I don't know what you want to do. Do what you want to do, man. That's sasso, man. 2650 is like buying a V6 over a GT. Puro sasson. I just ordered two Lund Racing Grey Goose shirts. Thank you, Alex and Bryson Witt. Shirt ordered, bro. We're going to get a hundred fucking orders. And I love you guys for it because you guys support Grey Goose. Would not be possible without y'all motherfuckers, okay? Even though there's only... That's 586. That's a good chunk of change here. If y'all motherfuckers were not there pushing the agenda... We wouldn't be out there. We wouldn't be able to afford to go out there and push this car to its limit. Once we got the engine running good, a couple of good parts in the transmission, Junior stopped commanding things to open. <laughs> the car started running a great number. I can't wait for the assembly video of student loan engine with seniors. <laughs> student loan is probably going to be the name of, or Ivy League. Um, speaking of blowers, says Carter's TV, when does porting start to make things feel lazy? And when is it beneficial? Everyone is porting the blower, the heads, locking cams, talking 1100 plus ups up, but not the average setup. Porting does not need to happen unless you want to maximize every little inch. Every little inch. Thank you, Jose David, for fixing your billing address. Mr. John Lund, thanks you. So let's say you have a Edelbrock supercharger. 3-0 pulley, 15% lower, bitch makes a thousand or high or, or high hundreds or low nine hundreds, right? And your car is 60 footing one two, running 880, 870, and you're like, man, I need more. Well, what are you gonna do? Well, I want to port it to flow more, but remember, porting takes away torque. It moves everything to the right. It moves your dyno curve to the right. So power comes on later. So you're going to shove cams in it. You're going to shove a ported blower in it. Maybe a bigger cold air. Maybe a smaller pulley. That's the only time you should port anything. When you've already maximized your combo. Not before. I love people that are like, oh, hey, I blew up my NA motor. 
and I want to send my heads to get ported by Frankenstein or Brett Barber or fucking anyone. Boy, why the fuck are you porting stock heads on a Mustang? Why are you porting? What the fuck do you think you're going to gain by porting heads on a Mustang? Especially GT350 heads. You know the 350 heads in the Grey Goose ain't touched. They're not ported. So I'm blown away that people take LS logic and apply it to Mustang. The heads flow phenomenal. So now you're going to take it to someone that ports throttle bodies and plastic cold airs and trust that when they disassemble it, port it, and assemble it, that there aren't going to be fucking issues? Nah, son. You leave the porting the fuck alone. And if you want to go Billy Badass, you find a way of getting 350 heads on the bitch. Isakawel Pari. You guys sending all these heads to get ported. Meanwhile, they come back with blast media in the threads. That's right. Blast me. You know what you get with ported heads? No torque and sand in the threads. Hey, uh, got sand in the threads? <coughs> it's just a little blast media. It's no big deal. Just blow it off. Fuck out of here. Alex and Junior are going to be shipping their ass off tomorrow. <laughs> I can't ship shit out of here. <coughs> I got you the sales. John Lund, I was the sales guy today. I did my job. You look at him, charge a commission. What am I talking about? He pays me good. We did great last year. We did great, man. I Every time I look at that year-end statement, and it's always more than the previous year, I go, God damn, it's good. Good feeling. Just got a Grey Goose shirt and an LR sticker. Just fixed my billing address. Oops, says Caden. What's her project? Her firm. First time in the chat. Is it true that the old modulars 4654 do not respond well to high compression? 118-ish. Was told this by a South Florida motor builder. Seniors is 11 to 1. Mine is 12 to 1. So maybe that's exactly where it goes to shit. <laughs> but I've tuned 12 to 1 compression Trinity motors before and they seem to do good. Best part in throttle body with the stock blade. Exactly. Stock heads will flow more air than any setup will ever need. Alex, the link above has the Sasso quote. Where? What, 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 what link? Where are you? Where, where are you? I don't see a link anywhere. I don't see a link. I don't see a link. Devin and Nardi thought today, uh, thought today was rough. You boys better bring your A game tomorrow, says John Lund. John Lund, don't kill me, says J.D. Bruce. My bad for screwing my address. I'm not a cut. I promise. Kelly says, hi, Alex. My speedometer is off in my 22 Mustang. My tire size are different heights from front to rear. I'm assuming that's why correct. Kelly, is it a girl? It is a flower, so it better be a girl. Yeah, so I would um, I would let us know what the tire size is. Uh, we might have to make some tweaks in the tune to make it work. Um, it says, especially with HP tuners, you can move the speedo up and down a little bit. So hit us up. Let us know what the tire size is, and we'll see if we can bring the speedo to something more favorable. Um, just blow it off like Carol Shelby blowing the Corvettes off in the weeds. You know, we, you know, he, you know what else he was blowing off in the weed. <laughs> you know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I came here to chew gum and chew gum and I forgot my gum. <laughs> oh, Mr. Carol Shelby. You know, I had an idea for a video today, but it would be so fucked up. And it would require so much production. Guys, I got some shit up here that I wish I could put on paper and put it down. I got Shelby Dave stuff. I got Cal Shelby stuff. I got products. I got everything. I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. 
How much will stock 2020 GT500 gain with just LR E85? Look, with E85, you're going to gain 70 plus horsepower just based on the spark alone. Free flowing exhaust, smaller pulley. I've seen guys go nines, full bolt on, headers, port, uh, blower pulley. E85 should be good. John Lund says, thanks to the Grey Goose support. But make no mistake, the Grey Goose is coming to Texas 2K to run a number. <laughs> Senior has the saws all out. He ain't fucking around. And we have a weight loss challenge. So you might see me deflate in the next couple of months. But we have a, a bet. Who can lose the most percentage of weight by March 9th? Weigh-ins are every Monday. Had the pleasure of spending last week in New Year's in West Palm. Jupiter, cheers. Chase Ponder, I bet you didn't regret it. Overdrive main pulley or make the blower pulley smaller. Overdrive the main pulley if you're going to be on 85. Can we talk about how fast that damn ZR1 is? How's the allergies? Great today. No issues. ESS Fresh 197 would be nice. I agree. Any updates on the LRX is... Let me see. Junior. Junior is the LRX live. I can sell some today. If so, send link. What the fuck would be? Could you imagine they come in tomorrow and there's like a hundred shirt orders and like thirty LRX orders? Remember, guys, I have to get up there and get familiar with the exporting process and all this stuff. So it might they might throttle it back until we get our P's and Q's and uh, dotted I's and T's crossed, uh, so we can support the device properly. Lund Racing always killing it because they are more street. Oh my lord. By the way, there is my commission for selling the shirts. You're welcome, Lund Racing. And thank you for providing this brother. Actually, I'll be honest with you guys. Do you know the fucking hell I was in before I got rehired by Lund Racing? Oh, you want to talk about, you want to talk about at the cusp of leaving the industry and potentially just going back into the nether regions of, of just hell. And we all know I've been there many times, and Lund Racing luckily got me out of that situation, mutually beneficial, paid me good, life was great. It, it's interesting, once you leave a situation and you do instantly better, you know that you made the right choice, because imagine if it was a lateral move, I'd still be, it would be more of a fuck you to the previous employer than, than actually better, guys, I was able to pay rent comfortably pay my car bill comfortably and get groceries without worrying about how much they were. It went from literally peanut butter and saltine crackers to actually buying meat and, you know, food. It was that, seriously, 2015, 2016, 2017, ridiculously tough years for the kid. We got through it though. My life's good. I'll buy that motherfucker right now if it's live. The 2024 balls have dropped exactly. Welcome to Pulte level. Thomas Neal, thank you so much. Ella Shopsford Gay says, I have two lean steaks and eggs a day just for, have nothing but protein, shakes preferably, 100 pretty pebbles because it's fire and you'll win. Alex, is the Zero One your favorite car? Well, I got to admit, it's the most reliable car I have. It is the quickest current car I own. It is the one that gets the most attention. It's the best looking. It's the best sounding. The GT500 has like an allure to it when it's running and making boost. But there is something about this fucking Corvette that just makes people go like this. They give you the stank face. They go, ooh. The TF10s, the gray color, low, got ceramic coat on the bitch. Bitch is shining. People go, 
Then I'm at the light, and it's not going, which is, I would love that, but, you know, just kind of chilling there at 900 RPMs. Bro, I love that car. That car is treating me right. It probably needs some work, meaning I see a little bit of oil residue on some of the plugs and stuff like that, but it's a higher mileage car, and it fucking rolls the fuck out. I ain't doing shit until the fucking thing literally chucks a rod. When do, when do the medium size restock? Was gonna check it out, but got an error saying it's sold out. Probably sold out today. Alex about to hop on that sauce. Don't even get a coyote now. Buy an LRX tonight. Patreon. Exactly. Alex was making illegal immigrant wages back at the three letter tuning company. Guys, in 2015, forty thousand dollars ain't shit. So the YouTube income saved my life. Remember, guys, I had just bought the 15 Mustang. I got screwed on that deal, and then. I tried to make the channel pop off. Then I found out I had to dump another 5000 into the car to make it right. It was a fucking nightmare. It seems like every car I get to try to better the channel just fucks me, except the ZR1 and the Fox body. I do have I do not have high hopes for 2024, considering that two dudes were making out on live television. Do you think... <laughs> I don't know what fucking TV show you're watching, bro. I didn't see no motherfuckers on my TV fucking making out. There were no gay shit on my New Year's Eve. You think Engage fans will love the LRX even more? I think it'll be a lateral move. So the, the this, this is Billy Badass. These are Billy Badass. <laughs> it's like Bitcoin. But there is no support. So you got this. This is what you're tuning your car with. And something happens, saca el party, sasso. So now you're fucked. You can't get a board. You can't get it fixed. Now you got to buy another device. So you want to buy something similar to this? LRX is it. Supported up to 2023. This can only tune 20, I'm sorry, 11, actually 07 to 20 Coyote. I'm sorry, 11 to 20 Coyote, 07 to 09 DT500, but you need a ZT2 box and all that shit to get tuned. So this is only 11 to 20 Coyote. The LRX is 11 to 23 and potentially... Do I have a lightning? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, I got so many end gauges. I'm juggling them shits. Let me see. Hold on. Hold it. Hold, please. Mm -hmm. So the LRX can potentially be from 11 to 23 and potentially... 24 and up. Woo! Could you imagine? Ow! If quantity is not available, we sold out, bro. Let's sell out every fucking shirt. Cheryl's gonna be pissed off. <laughs> Cheryl's gonna be so pissed off tomorrow. What the hell just happened here? What happened overnight? Did something just happen overnight? Oh, shit. I love it. Um... Uh, live streams on desktops are so much nicer than being on the phone. <laughs> Stop it! Oh, I remember the I remember the wiring on the red car was fucked, and they told me to take the video down. And me being a good company man, I took it down like a dumbass. Should have kept that bitch live. You know one thing. You know one thing about bitterness. If focused in a positive manner, it works for you. If you have, if you've been fucked. Like I'm getting fucked. The outcome will be good at the end of the day. I think cooler heads will prevail. 
I'm going to remember this shit. Bitch is going to run eights on someone else's setup. Probably me and Senior putting it together some weekend or something. I don't know. He's busy as fuck. I don't want to take time away from the Grey Goose. The Grey Goose needs to get done. But once that motor gets back together, that's now an Alex and Lund motor. Yeah, buy hats. If, if, they're, if they're out of shirts, buy hats. Buy stickers. Buy koozies. But fucking... <laughs> you want to support me? Buy lunch shit until I get merch of my own. <coughs> I do not have the LRX. But know this. If the LRX becomes available soon, I'm going to buy four of them. And I'm going to find a situation where I can give it away to members Either two here and two on the Patreon. Just randomly select people because I think it's that good of a device that you can grow with. Right now, you cannot grow with the end gauge. Um, <clears throat> I got an offer of 600 for one of my end gauges. I need an LRX for my 22 GT. Hi, Alex, says Nephi Avalos. I have a 17 GT full bolt on. An E85 tuned by Lund. I'd like to run a shot of nitrous. Why would you recommend a safe horsepower to run? So I won't blow up the motor. Any company recommend nitrous outlet? 100 shot. You said not blow up the motor. 100, 125, I think you're safe on good fuel. But once you get greedy to the 150 and the 200 range, vaya con Dios, I think the Coyote and Nitrous do not mix well. Alex, my dumbass bought four months ago. Okay, Alex, my dumbass four months ago put 331 gears in my tune order and 355s. What could be the worst case scenario? The Speedo will be off or the Shifting will be off a little bit. What's up with the Blue Goose? Blue Goose is in retirement right now chilling enjoying it but like tom brady that motherfucker could be like oh i want some of this action and it could be back in the game with lrx replace the hp tuners device no it is not a replacement it is just supplemental so on the website you'll be a hp tuners rtd stuff or an lrx there isn't one replacing the other we'll offer both products and we'll offer both products we'll have support so no we're not replacing anything with anything because at one point at one point we were able to have N-Gage, SET devices, and HP tuner shit, right? And then the, the playing field became skewed, and we were only able to do one or the other. And now we're slowly but surely working with people, working with relationships. Remember, guys, Lund Racing, in my opinion, has been operating with a couple of hands tied behind their back and just tuning with your nose because... The, the possibility, guys, this could have been a juggernaut, juggernaut of a business. Funny pun. This could have been a badass, crazy business. Like, I'm saying Roush level shit. But then shit got in the way. Guys, Lund was supposed to move to Florida back in 2015. Shit went down. Things got fucked. And... All that stuff had to go by the wayside. Then, out of just pure necessity, getting the fuck out of the Northeast, they came to Florida uh, later, 18, 19, and they were like, bro, this is the best movie ever did. Or 2020, I think. Alex, you going to buy back your Turbo 400 from the Fairmont or get another one? Well, that's a great question, Oliver Bryan. I'll probably... I'll, I think the Luns are going to keep the Turbo 400 in that thing. Unless... The, look... If the 6R80 survives Texas 2K, I don't think the 400 is going to get in the Grey Goose. But it might go in the Blue Goose. But I don't think that either. I think that's too much. I think the Turbo 400 needs to go in the... Black Bean. 
That's right. Get that 10R80 the fuck out of there. So get that 10R80 out of there. Put the 400 in the black bean. Run sevens in the bitch. It's got a Whipple 3.8. Let's go. What's up with the black bean? Saw an awesome dino video. Exactly. I just answered that. I just used my HP engage as a gauge. All right. Rest in peace, HP tuners. Well, seeing you put the 400 back in the black bean. I hope so. 612 watching. Yeah, there's a lot of people watching this stream. EPA looking to get secondary O2s disabled. Oh, uh, <coughs> thank you. Hermano says, Nephew of Allos. Black Cat says, just ordered three shirts and a beanie. I wish I could f- uh, find the purchase option of the LRX. It is not live yet. Junior replied to me and said the following. Before the week is over, most likely the LRX will be live. I need to do another walkthrough video and make sure the instructions are all set. That's it. That's all he said. None are live. Now, if it becomes live, oh, guys, hit it on your card. Just get it. Trust me. There's support. There's updates. If we have updates, it, it, it does it all. Don't be afraid to buy the LRX. We are pushing that product just as a, as a, let's say, N-Gage replacement, not necessarily a HP Tuners. We have a great relationship with HP Tuners. We have over 4,100 customers. How many customers do we have on HP Tuners? Let me go check right now. I'll check right now. Uh, let me see. 4,177 unique customers on TD. And we ain't going nowhere. We're good. We're happy. Everything's good. But if you ever want to go to the LRX stuff, you can. Um, on a blower car, says Jacob Bradenberry, what are the advantages of putting a bigger pulley on the crank as, compa- what? as compared to a smaller pulley on the blower to make more boost? Genuinely curious. Belt slip. Belt slip. If you have a big pulley up top, you have... For lack of a better word, more surface area to work with. More belt wrap around the upper pulley. But if you get a bigger crank pulley, you have less of a chance of slipping the belt at the blower because you still have a big outside diameter pulley that is allowing for proper belt wrap. And you will have a less likely a situation to slip than to have a thimble on the blower pulley. I see I need you to settle my debate on a streetcar. Should I do Whipple 3.0 or ESS GT3X for my 350? Not looking for more than 800 horsepower. I'm sorry. On a, on a GT350, it is a must to bring torque back. 350s are notorious for having absolute shit for torque. They do nothing until 6,000 RPMs. The Whipple instantly brings it back. A 2019 to 2020 GT350 with the following mods. 3.6 pulley, Whipple 3.0, 123 millimeter cold air, ID 1300s, T56 Magnum XL, and 373s is a bad bitch. And it's right in there with ZR1 stuff, if not better, because the ZR1 needs more work to keep up with the 350 with those mods. Please tell me the LRX has a badass cable. I hate buying engaged cable. I think it has a pretty good cable. Will the LRX have provisions of analog and boost? I think so, but I'm not 100% mad Angerman. You'd have to ask those questions in the Lund situation. Once I get my hands on it, of course I'm going to tune my cars with it. I'm not stupid. I'll probably tune the GT500 with it. Um, keep the end gauges just, just in case. But I want to support the product. I'm going to support the company. A firm going to be popping with LRX is available. 4177 noted. Thank you, Alex. You got it, EPA. <laughs> 
ESSG3X 50 shot <coughs> ramping down with peak horsepower to fill the power. Those are reasonably last. Trying to compensate for shit. Gen 3 MT82 gearing. Boy, LSX, I wouldn't really do too much of a shot up under 3,000 RPMs on, on, on any car, even if it's only 50 shot. So you can just buy the new device and shit just moves over. It doesn't just move over. Let's just, without getting too into the weeds, whatever tune you have now, we can basically, basically provide. If you're happy with the tune you got now, we can basically provide a similar or that tune over to the LRX stuff. <clears throat> I'm going to buy LRX and sell my RTD. You can do all you whatever you want. I'll affirm it just in case you guys sell out. Look, if that's the case, there's going to be a lot of RTDs in the market. So don't expect to get a lot for them if a lot of people are out and about. Uh, Oliver Bryan says, that is minimum 1.2 million for TDN. That doesn't include surcharge and boosted setups. Alex didn't get an ESS for my 22 GT before summer, says Travis. But I want an LRX. When they drop, is it worth to get a tune only stock 10 or 80 GT until then? Absolutely. The shifting alone and the ability to grow with it? Absolutely. Going to affirm my pre-order with the LRX. How much will they get for the LRX? Uh, look, how much is a BDX? Okay, let's say, okay, let's go to, S let, 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 let's go to SET. Flash, is it flash.com? Is it still SETflash.com? Yeah, okay. Shop products. I'm not going to show it on there. I'm not going to give them any shine because, you know, we might offer them in the future, but we'll see. <clears throat> 2020 to 21 F150 series diesel cable X4 bundle. $5.99. Let's see how much an LRX is. I'm sorry, an LRX. A, uh, uh, da, 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 da. Performance devices. F-150. How about just the Mustang one? An X4 programmer <clears throat> is $5.19, but they must have some kind of thing where it's $3.99. But it's an X4. It's not a touchscreen situation. So, use the $5.19 <clears throat> to be more of a guide on a brand new product that is touchscreen you view the data logs live and it works almost as good actually probably just as good and you can do all the way up to 2023 and future products with it <clears throat> Devin says man the orders right now well, yeah you're welcome you are welcome you are welcome <laughs> if I hate my guts right now I'll buy you guys lunch it's all good like, that's going to make it better. Here's some Chipotle for all the work you got to do tomorrow. <clears throat> can I just order the LRX? Not sure when I can get the motor. I'll be using my car. Yes, you can just order the LRX it, once it becomes live. Be on the lookout. Refresh the pages on LundRacing.com and see if the LRX becomes live. Know this. If it, if it goes live by the time I go live Thursday, I'm going to let you all know. Can't wait for the videos translating the LRX instructions into retard so we can all use it. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the most crucial thing. I want to support London by an LRX. Is it possible to buy the device and no tune? Sure, you can buy it. I'm sure you can. It wouldn't be that useful. How backlog do you guys on emails? I sent my emails nine days ago. I know you guys got in the back of the shop, so not bitching. Hey, Kyrie Austin, bump it. Bump it tomorrow just in case. Because I got caught up today. So bump it just in case. Treat car fun. Should I do Whipple 3.0? Oh, yes, I see 3X for my 350. Not looking for more than 800 horsepower. Apparently, he didn't read. He didn't hear anything I said. I said a Whipple. Junior said the price will be comparable to other devices. For the email, I will send later on the new device, says Matt 2011 GT. How is the X4 still 519? I, they dropped it down to 399, but guys, it's an X4. It's an X4. If I can dish the login in SCT, I will be happy. So this is how it'll work. Matt 2011. Plug in your LRX. It has a pre-configured log parameter. 
start logging, boom, and you could just log, drive. It'll Once you stop the log, it'll save it as log 001. There'll be a very small program that has to be uploaded on your laptop or, 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 or desktop. Sorry. Put it on your laptop or desktop, install it. The moment you plug in your LRX, the program will recognize it and auto upsync to the tuner. Now, understand there has to be some registration involved. This software, I'm sure, is going to have to have your name, your device serial number. Once you get that set up, it's plug in, sync, into the fucking cloud. We got your log. Then we do our thing, put your tune in the cloud, and we go, papa, and you go, oh, okay, plug in your LRX. It talks to each other, syncs, your tune is on your device. You don't have to do shit except register your shit and make sure that the uh, sync software is registered and all active and all this stuff. Plug in, auto sync, plug in, get upload a log, plug in, download a tune, bada bing, bada boom, sacabo el party. <clears throat> Rad Dad says, I have two X4 devices and T's. A TS and a TS Plus, I need to sell them. The LRX offer traditional features 21 and up. Additional features 21 and up. I don't know what you mean by additional features. Um, hey, Alex, I have a 22 stick car, non-performance package. Would it be worth to change to the 355 gear to the 373? Absolutely. All day, every day. Cody Kelly says, okay, okay. The Platt says, EDP to waiting for the life to enter, breaking another flat. Tap a cam on my engine, run stand, wish me luck. Kelly says, the LRX LUN device. Sorry if that's answered, just joining. You'll be able to recognize it. You'll know what it is. There is no hiding that, but the firmware and the LRX is specific firmware that Lund Racing developed in conjunction with the manufacturer. Understand, you can't buy this device anywhere else that doesn't have Lund Racing firmware in it and go, hey, I want to use this device. You got to use the LRX because I don't know if there's a way of putting LRX firmware in other devices. I don't think there's a way. So just understand that if you want LRX and you're a Lund Racing guy and you want to be able to support Lund Racing, buy the LRX from Lund Racing. I know you're going to be tempted to go elsewhere and be like, oh, I found one in the trash for 10 bucks. Can you convert it over? I don't think we got that kind of cachet yet. We have to show the manufacturer that we can sell units. The more units we sell, the more the manufacturer would be willing to say, hey, by the way, you can do crank relearns in the bitch. By the way, you can change your tire revs per mile and gear ratio gen 2 and up in the, on the LRX device. You can do trans relearns on the device. So that alone will take care of half of my ticket. Hey, I have a PO315 code. Currently, currently you can't do shit about it. Sheesh, the 350 is com- comparable to the DR1 with a Whipple. Not going to lie, I was hesitant about boosting my 350, but now it makes me consider the 350 revving to 8,200 RPMs with a Whipple at 10 PSI should stay right there, if not beat comparable ZR1s. <clears throat> yes, want to know about Mac compatibility? I don't know shit about Mac. Get with the fucking program. Become an adult. Dump your fucking Macs. Macs are for fucking homos. Stop being a child. Get a PC. <laughs> well, other software work on Mac computers. Get a PC. Use your grandmother's PC. I don't care. You motherfuckers with your Mac with your cute little bubbles and shit. The world runs on PCs. If you go to a power plant, 
Do you think they run on fucking Mac? You, you go to a power plant, a nuclear power plant, a gas-fired power plant, any factory that needs to work, do you think they use Macs? Now, artists, homos, musicians, and fucking pot smokers. Yeah, all day, every day. Max, max, max. And then you guys talk about anti-corporate shit with your iPhone. Stop it. How would um, you update the firmware on the LRX? Similar to the Engage firmware, would it be updated through the computer application? I think if updates happen, I think it should be done via the sync situation. 23 F-150 FP700 kit, a Whipple, a Whipple, a Whipple kit, rad dad, a Whipple, a Whipple F-150. And so that 1,024 miles, I have 5,403, burn on my driver's side cat, and it's at the dealer. Stock Whipple tune sucks, says rad dad. Well, now it'll be a VMP tune. <laughs> Should I wait for the LRX or go ahead and get a tune for the RTD and my stock Gen 3? You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you to do one or the other because I don't want to hear manufacturers saying, the show that doesn't matter... The show that's not influential, the show that nobody listens to, told his fans and potential customers not to get this device. So I don't want to hear it. Get whatever device you feel is good for you. JD Swag says, LRX works on Windows 98. Go get yourself a Windows PC. Right. Fucking Linux support Alex. Exactly. Carterway. LRX works on a swap. With PBH past deleted Gen 1 factory ECU? I believe so, yes. I believe anything we currently support is supported by the LRX. Will the LRX work on Mac? It done. Macs are absolute honey. <laughs> Stop it. Macintosh gang. Bro, That if you own a Mac, you're not serious about nothing. Except maybe art projects. Sorry. So what you're saying is the RTD is going to be a paperweight after this week. I didn't say that. I did not say that. This show is definitely not influential. This show does not drive product. This show is not taken seriously by the Ford Performance Aftermarket. Because it's not that influential. But if I say something and you, the Amory, reacts, all of a sudden people give a shit. So, parlay that into the following. If you want to become a sponsor, ain't going to be cheap. It's not going to be expensive. But it ain't going to be cheap, and you got to weigh the good versus the bad. Do you want to be part of a program that is totally not influential, no one gives a shit about, no one listens to, and totally doesn't drive product? Hit me up, ydbtforlife at gmail.com. We'll talk about banners. We'll talk about size. We'll talk about pricing. And if you want to hang out, cool. If not, I understand. You can do super chats here and there, but I prefer a monthly nut that I can count on for at least a year. While cold air intake is the best, uh, cheap PC these days is the same as a bar tab on the weekend, right? It's like 200 bucks for like a e-machines or some, 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 what's the, what's the Walmart brand? They're like $200. Mac is a soy boy computer. Absolutely. Turvy will be using RTDs as motor mount shims. So is the LRX only going to be sold on Lund Racing or places like Lethal obviously going to buy from Lund? Just curious. Yeah, I'm sure that dealers are going to want to pick this up because let's be honest, their interest is just to make money. Resellers, I'm sure, are going to pick it up and be like, yo, I want it. Now, I think we're going to sell 200 in a month. That was my left snap fingers, right? Yeah. I think we're going to sell 200 a month. And people are going to go, holy shit. 
Y'all motherfuckers drive product. We got 4,100 people on TDN. Imagine if a quarter of those decide to move over. That's a thousand plus people. I saw my engage uh, VMP 23 would have been nasty on the 350, says Carter's TV. I, I, I agree. I fucking agree, bro. Um, RTD doesn't seem all that bad, but also never had an engage either. Right. If you're happy with the RTD, guys, stay with it. It's a great device. We love HP tuners. It's all good. But the LRX will be live probably late in the week. I bought a refurb Windows PC. Um, 3.2 gigahertz, 16 RAM, two screens, plugged in a two terabyte external drive for 400 bucks, have done AV editing, zero issues. Are you saying my friend messed up buying an Odin kit? He'll be on the 85. He didn't mess up, but it's no Whipple front feed 3L. I'm, again, I am speculating on this. I have no insider information, but reading the tea leaves, knowing the Magnuson isn't really like, okay, where does VMP go from here? Let's speculate on that to end the show. Where does VMP go from here? There is no 3.1 that's serious. And if it is, it, uh, I haven't heard anything. I don't see them selling any product based on what I see in the tuning system. Again, we are the most, we are the highest volume Ford aftermarket tuners on the planet. And if I see one or two odin or tvs kits in a week and i see 80 ess kits and 50 whipple kits it's just a matter of reading graphs and going this one's doing great this one's not ess is still fucking killing it i don't know what they did i don't know how they they must make they must sell 40 kits a week plus that's a lot at eight thousand a pop $320,000, and let's say after operating costs, margins, blah, 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 just blower kits, they clear a couple hundred thousand dollars a week? Let's say $210,000 times 52? That's $10,920,000? But again, operating costs, employee benefits, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's uh, pretty substantial. ESS is the best price. I know it's not out yet, but give us 30-second breakdown of what it'll draw people to the LRX. Benefits, etc. Love you. Have a great night. You got it, Kelly. You're a guy. I'm not a big fan of the name. So, the N-Gage. If you're familiar with the N-Gage, go Google the N-Gage. Touch screen. Swipe. Left. Right. Menus. Crank relearns. Trans relearns. Gear and tire size changes. On the device, data logging on the device, no phone needed, no internet needed, stores up to 10 logs locally, touchscreen compatibility again, you can view the log live, you can view your fuel trims live, just like the N-Gage, but again, this only goes up to 2020, 11 to 20 Coyote, LRX goes all the way to 23, F-150 included, and potentially... <laughs> 24 and up Mustang once it becomes available and upgradable with firmware and updates. So the more we sell, the more the manufacturer goes, bro, y'all selling units, what do y'all need? Well, we need buttons that do this, buttons that do that, da-da-da-da. We need inputs, analogs, this and this and that. Look at this thing had the ability to analog right here. The N-Gage used to have the ability to analog uh, boost right here via this port. 
right? I have this is where the boost plus boost plus box used to go. And this is where the regular cable and this is where the ZT2 device goes up. And the ZT2 has the ability to analog in fuel pressure and boost. So you plug and play a ZT2 onto an N-gauge. Now, I don't know if the LRX has that yet, but if we sell a lot of units, you don't think we're going to be like, hey, can you make it look like this so we can uh, analog a whole bunch of shit in? Because it'd be pretty cool if you did. Are they all looking the same? Look it. See the difference? Look at the difference. See, this is like version one. See, two ports. And this is once we sold a bunch of units, look at what they started looking like. They started adding more shit because we started going, bro, so I have two of these three-port situations in the back. So imagine if we sell a bunch of these. You don't think they go from version one to version two pretty quickly if they're making millions of dollars selling devices? Stop it. Stop it. Um, What woke me up to the ESS was like two years ago. I seen some Euro YouTubers installing it, talking about it. It was pretty random. ESS, cheap boost that works. Absolutely. 350 twin turbo, Gen 3 twin turbo, guys. 350 twin turbo by far. Alex, would you buy 24 months in between available? Absolutely not. I will not support any new Ford products personally, but we'll tune them. Was going to buy an X4 just for gauges and crank wheelers, but might as well wait for LRX. I know, JD, I'm just talking about talking smack. Okay. LRX only supports Coyote-only drivetrains or older Shelby vehicles as well. I... 07, no, I think Shelby, you're fucked. But 11 to 14, Shelby, yeah, you're covered. Spanish, uh, 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 Copperhead, Copperhead, and, you know, uh, GF, GFD3 or GD, GDF3, 11 and up. <laughs> Fuck the old shit. Do you think the ZZ2 is a good purchase today? Absolutely. If you have an N-Gage and you want to analog, guys, how do you think I tuned the Corvette? When I first got the Corvette, I got an N-Gage. I downloaded the GM packet. I put ZT2 in here, and I did wideband analoging here on the Corvette. I did fuel trim stuff on the Cadillac with this. This data logs everything. This data logged my Hyundai Genesis. Understand? So this N-Gage, in my opinion, is just badass, and LRX could potentially be on par. Trying to relearn, my car's a female. Come on, don't do this woke shit. No numbers on the uh, ESSG4, though. Too many people are being stingy with numbers. I get it. Because you know why? It's not making that much more power than the G3X. Because it is a max effort kit only. If you have a G3X, your car can make a 1,000 with a G3X. So what are you going to do with a G4? Is your motor built? Most guys that have an ESS don't have a built motor. So their G4 isn't really going to show that big of a power difference if they have, let's say, a 100-millimeter pulley. You need like a 95-millimeter pulley, a built motor, and 9,000-plus RPM capability to make the G4 shine. LRX will probably be released late in the week. How much wheel hop, okay, wheel horsepower 1050 is good for until they need to be upgraded with dual permanent, until they need to be upgraded. Um, I want to say about with turbos, close to 1,000. Not a problem. And some blower stuff on Gen 3 up to 1,000. Um, no, Ken McAllister, definitely not. Uh, hey, Alex, I miss Lund Racing. They're super cheap to tune a Ford. I'm going broke to tune my M4 BMW. Can't wait for LRX. Another Lund, another reason Lund's a top dog. And finally, the N-Gage works on the old Forge as well. I think N-Gage works on all OBD2 vehicles. Yes, we need a proper cable to tune Cobra stuff. All right, guys. Today, we speculated about the future of EMP and Whipple. I suspect, I speculate that they will merge 
because I think VMP needs Whipple. I don't think Whipple needs VMP. 100% speculation because I think Magnuson and them have hit the end of the road similar to them hitting the end of the road with Roush. But I could be wrong about that. And then we talked a little bit about everything. Sold out pretty much all the shirts on Lund Racing. And we talked LRX. It's coming. It's coming. Winter is coming. And it'll more than likely drop this week. Once we figure out the instructions and walkthrough videos, I'll put up a link. I'll try to buy a bunch myself, give some away, push product so that we can get the manufacturer to upgrade stuff and do cool shit and give you guys the best tuning experience for all coyote mustangs on one universal device all right guys have a good rest of your night great way to start off the year great subject matter 600 people watching gotta love the growth of the channel again you want to be a sponsor gonna be a little bit of a monthly nut but we'll get you up on the banner and we'll get you recognized more often than not on this totally dud of a show that nobody watches have a good rest of your tuesday i will see you guys on ydbt daily on thursday hopefully by then lrx has dropped and we can talk some shit on that have a good rest of your night see you guys later bye